0: Welcome to the Crush the Fuck podcast. Today, I'm talking about kindness as the cure. I am a huge believer in the positive effects of kindness, what it does for you as a person, what it shows the rest of the world, how it introduces you to humility, and exercises your ability to become the most humanitarian person you can be. There's two forms of kindness that we're going to talk about today. What you do for the people other people, strangers, and what you do for yourself and how they both play a huge role on your happiness. The Dalai Lama once said, I don't want to get into religion, but the Dalai Lama once said, my religion is simple. It's the religion of being kind. Now that's one thing we can all agree on, right? We might all have different beliefs and higher powers. We might all come from different areas. You know, we might have different skin tones, different uh, bank accounts. But one thing is for certain, kindness is a universal language. It's a universal expression of how one should facilitate their life. And there's so much value to that. So today I want to talk about those two things. I want to talk about the kindness for other people, the strangers, the people in the world out there that you don't know, and how it affects your happiness. And then I want to talk about being a little bit selfish and talking about the kindness that you give to yourself. All right. So let's talk about being kind to strangers and non-humans. So in order to fully understand how important this is to me and how I think that this really benefits a lot of people, um, it's important to understand what we're all made of. You've been in science class, you've seen the YouTube videos, you've read a book somewhere. Somewhere you have already learned that everything is comprised of atoms. right? Different atoms create different. I don't care if you're a piece of wood, if you're an automobile, if you're a human being, you're a cat. It's just different binary of atoms. We're all the same thing. And when you start to understand that and start to look into a little bit more, you start to really appreciate things and fall in love with things that you might have overlooked. Doesn't mean you're going to fall in love with your sofa, but you get the idea. We're all made of the same things. We all are comprised of the very same things. So when we think about that, I want to talk about how kindness shouldn't be perceived as a weakness. The kindness is actually a strength. I think that sometimes people confuse the fact with taking the high road or being somebody uh, to strangers that is kind in giving as a very weak standpoint. Kindness is a very, very strong stance of strength. It's a very powerful thing to do, right? And it's it's all around us, right? We we're inundated with having to be kind, or seeing the lack thereof kindness everywhere we go. There's no better example than looking at social media. You cannot scroll for more than 20 seconds without seeing some form of negativity on social media. It's like it's embedded in us. And you have to ask yourself, is there actually that much hate out there? Or are there that many unhappy individuals with who they are, who they've become, with their own insecurities. Are you one of them? Are you somebody who is posting on strangers pages. And debating with them. Are you somebody who goes to an athlete's page. Or a celebrity's page. And bashes them. Are you somebody who is judging other people. Even if you are not saying it out loud. Are you thinking it? These are all things that really bring it bring you into a negative space. space. And social media is a breeding ground. For such a mindset, social interaction, in the way you represent yourself, how you talk to customer service—I get it. It's frustrating. Sometimes you call. Hey, the other day I was calling Sirius XM Radio, and I couldn't understand a word the person was saying. But I have to try to assume that that person is doing the best that they can. I have to assume that that person has got a family at home, or that person is struggling, or maybe they just learned how to speak English. And here I am knocking them, and I can't even speak more than one language. So try to look at these things from a different side of things. Your social interaction, the way you represent yourself, the way you look in somebody's eyes, the way you say please and thank you. Even when somebody is an asshole to you, or somebody's a bitch to you, you go through the drive-thru and you're getting your coffee and the person's having a bad day and they spew that on you. How are you in turn reacting to that person? There's a huge power in not allowing that, that moment right there to become something negative in your world. It's important that that moment, that confrontation, does not feed into your day. That you don't allow other people's negativity to dictate your own. Especially strangers, people that you don't know. When I go and speak at schools, I talk about the importance of standing up for those people who are being being put down. It happens at all ages. I've had friends that have picked on people, and I've called them out, and God damn, does it feel good! As a child, I used to laugh with them. As a teenager, I used to laugh with them. You'd pick on the kid that has Down syndrome. You pick on the person who is overweight, or you know, in your mind people that are easy targets to make yourself feel better. Everybody has done that. But what happens when you reverse that? What happens when you reverse that whole mindset and you start focusing on accepting other people? And when other people are being put down by other people that are around you, you stand up for that individual. My favorite thing to do is when I look around on social media and I see a comment, and I'll see a comment that is so negative Usually the comments of negativity are ones of ignorance. They're ones that are coming from insecurity and hate. And I love seeing somebody defend that person, not in an argument of state, but in a state of fact. In a state of a clear head. Right? Cooler heads prevail, we know this. So stand up for those people being put down. These are acts of kindness that you can do. This is An act of kindness isn't always just going to buy something for somebody monetarily, but the act of kindness... Of giving, your energy, giving your thought, showing humility, are great examples of kindness to things. All right, um, helping someone you owe nothing to shows humility and is the ultimate drug. I have so many stories I'm proud of that I have done over the over the last decade or so since I've really adopted this whole. Be kind to people. It's become a new me. I genuinely do not possess a judgmentative bug. I'm one of the very few people I know that genuinely don't judge others. And that has come from years of practice, years of understanding, years of frustration in my own life, years of bad mistakes that I've done and continue to do, recognizing my imperfections, and knowing what it feels like when somebody puts me down. Knowing what it feels like when somebody judges me. When somebody puts hate on me. Knowing how that feels gives me the feeling of wanting to help someone else and show my humility. And that is the ultimate drug. I'll give you a couple examples. One time I was in Las Vegas about four or five years ago. I was driving home. I had a meeting that day and I'm, uh, anybody that knows me knows I'm very prompt person. I do not like to be late. It gives me anxiety to be late. I've always perceived being late as being lazy and inconsiderate. Um, I like to keep my things moving and get on with my day. I was driving home. It was about nine o'clock in the morning. I just finished the gym and there was a police officer car, uh, questioning a lady who had to be probably fifties or sixties. I don't want to say for sure because I don't know. Um, and she was clearly homeless, and and had been having a rough go at it. You could tell. This is Las Vegas; shit gets real there. So I pulled over, and I asked the cops, I said, Hey, is there anything I can do to help out?" And they said, "Oh no." And the girl's like, you know, you know, I want to go back to the store. And she was, I think, uh, you know, a little intoxicated, even at nine o'clock in, in the morning. And the cops, I said, "Listen, I'll take this lady to wherever she wants to go, so you guys can go on with your day, and you know, get back to what you guys are doing." And, and the cops were so cool. They were like, you sure? I'm like, absolutely, I will take time and bring this woman whatever she needs, wherever she's trying to get to. She was obviously causing a scene in this area that she was in. So I helped the lady into my car. Uh, Lo and behold, she wanted to drive literally across Las Vegas to a 7-Eleven. I know a bunch of you laughing right now, but that's what she wanted to do. Um, She smelled like she hadn't showered in in what could be weeks. Uh, it, It seemed like she was really in a tough spot. Uh, but I didn't judge him. We drove about 40 minutes to the other side of Las Vegas where I went to the 7-Eleven. I walked inside the 7-Eleven, and the guy at the counter goes, oh, God, you brought her back here? I said, what's going on? I said, well, she comes in every day and either steals something or puts food in her pocket, and she leaves. I said, okay, here's the deal. I'm going to leave $100 here at the counter. Use that for when she comes in if she wants food. It's there, but that's all. I don't want you buying alcohol or cigarettes or anything like that. I just want you to use this for food. I did my part. I took the day. It took about an hour and a half of my day. I ended up being late for my meetings. Um, but I will tell you, here I am years later sharing this story with you and how it empowered me to feel like, no, I didn't just give money. That's the easy way. I took the time, the energy um, to show uh, you know, some humility. I took the time and energy to show some compassion for this woman. And um, do I think she cared? Probably not. She probably doesn't even remember it. But that's what makes it feel good to you. I go back to saying, helping somebody is the ultimate drug. Helping somebody that you don't need to help is the ultimate drug. Okay? So here I was, you know, oftentimes you're doing this because, yeah, you're helping this person, but you're also making a significant change in your life, all right? Now let's talk about the kindness to yourself. We love our children and pets because we feel like they need us, right? Of course, we love them for other reasons, because they're, you know, for thousands of reasons. But one thing that we recognize is that we feel like our pets and our children, they need us. It's why when, when, when parents say their kids get older and they go off to college, there's this void like, they don't, they're not needed anymore, and parents don't want to be there for you because you're always their kid, or, or pets need you. Pets, I mean, I want to believe that my hairless cats and my bulldog and my poodle understand what I'm saying when I'm talking to them in the said funny voices that I make. Or I want to make pretend that they understand when I'm having a bad day. But what we really see is a reflection of ourselves and our emotions in these animals, and they can absorb those emotions. So we're really talking to ourselves when we're talking to these pets. These pets don't know that life and death matters. They don't know that we have bills. They don't understand any of those things. I mean, when I come home, my dog's happy to see me whether it's been 1 day or 40 days. It's all the same to him. He's pumped up. He's never having a bad day. Because right? they're they're they they are pure to the world. Same with children. Young kids, they don't really have the exposure to a negative space, unless you're giving them that negative space. They only know what you present with them. They're not overcome with these stresses that us adults have in life. That's why you see people always saying, I never wanna get older. I just wanna, I, I don't wanna, I just wanna be a kid forever. I always ask myself, why the fuck don't we? <laughs> why do we choose the path of so much stress in our lives, and then we fucking die? It makes no sense, but that's a topic for another day. We love our children, our pets, because need, we feel like they need us. Right, so we have this love, this feeling of, of of giving. All right, hate breeds hate. When you start to combat people, take the high road. Your initial reaction is to be responsive. Your initial reaction when any kind of argument, when you're pushed into a corner, is to come out swinging. Is to meet fire with fire. That's weakness. When you allow somebody else to dictate your happiness to yourself, that's weakness. Even if somebody does you wrong, take the high road. Even if somebody steals from you, take the high road. Even if somebody calls you out, take the high road. As many times as many times as I've wanted to say fuck you to thousands of people who have done me wrong, I don't. You now, how many times I shouldn't have forgiven somebody, I have. In all those times, I'm stronger for it. Don't let other people's hate put hate onto you. Take that high road. For those of you who suffered with depression, it's because a lot of the times you're holding on to that hate. You're holding on to those emotions. You're allowing other people to dictate your happiness. A great way to get rid of depression, a great method for depression that's more strong, more effective than drugs is giving to people, to take in the high road, to actually make, taking action. How many of us say we're going to do something, but we never do? I'm going to go volunteer at the kitchen, at the homeless shelter this, this, this year. You never do. How many of us, I mean, could you imagine how it would feel? Fuck it, I challenge you. Everybody make 10 cards. Make 10 handmade cards. Take an hour and drop them off on all the people who live on your street's doorstep you hold your head up a little bit higher when you drive by their house. You feel a little bit better about yourself that you did something. Holy shit, you took action. Make yourself a priority. A strong you is an amazing you. Be selfish with your happiness, be selfish with your actions, but take action. The more we say we're going to do something and we don't do it, the more that that comp- comp- you know over, it just keeps compressing itself over and over again. And eventually, you never do it. And you get insecure about it. And you get defensive about it. What is it? It could be anything. We talk about self-progression on almost, on almost every single podcast. Kindness is one of the greatest ways to self-progression. It's one of the greatest ways to really find an effective way to make yourself happy. So my challenge to you, the listeners out there, the thousands of you who tune into my podcast, do what I've done. Take the high road. Not because you're showing how strong you are, and not just to be like, look, I told you I could take the high road, but because it's the right thing to do. It's the right way to make yourself happy. Kindness is a drug. It's the most powerful one you can ever be uh, prescribed. Use it. Take it on the daily. Exercise humility. Be kind to strangers. Be kind to yourself. And find ways to make a difference. But actually make it a priority in your life. You won't find anything stronger or anything more rewarding than the power of kindness. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. I hope you subscribe to it. I hope you share it. I hope you tell your friends about it. I love doing these things. They're fun. They're informative. Most importantly, I think they're inspiring. You guys have a great day. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Crush the Fuck podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and visit ChaosAndKindness.com for more.